This episode of Unpitchables brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Hmm. Um, so, like, you, what kind of stuff do you get? So, like, last month's box was, the theme was power, hmm. and uh-huh. you got two Marvel items, plus that, Warcraft and Dragon Ball Z. So, like, Yeah, that, those, uh, those Warcraft items were just five wolf pelts, though. <laughs> <laughs> Epic uh, drops. <laughs> Well, you have to order the box by the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's crate. Otherwise, the cutoff happens, and that's it. It's over. And that just happened a few days ago, so we don't know what the theme is this one. But Yeah, that'll be okay. That's fine. But you can, you can also get a discount if you go to www.lootcrate.com slash unpitchable and enter the coupon code unpitchable. You'll save $3 on the new subscription. Yeah, and make sure you use that URL. Otherwise, the code doesn't work. Correct. That's right. Good deal. All right, so go get some nerd garbage. Hi, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake sequels based on real movies. I'm Nick Kagey. I'm Tim Catania. And I'm David Johnson. Guys, Rusted Root's so good. Rusted Root? Yeah, so Rusted What's Root. that song about? It's a song about, I don't know, according to this music video, it's about a door and driving a car. That's about oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, that's didn't you I say someone died? I don't know. The kid has angel wings at the end. I can only assume he died. After being kidnapped by a Native American. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. I don't what know. What message are they sending? Probably the only message anyone needs to hear, for being honest, in this <laughs> political climate. Hide your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, David. No. Yes. Okay. Um, I have a special news report from Possum Watch <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I, I didn't even good. know you were going to do that. that I don't plan things, Nick. This is all improv. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was so great. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. Go ahead. and do, I'm going to try again. All right. I have breaking news from Possum Watch 2016. That was uh, the news. Possum Watch 2016. Go. So, uh, like two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago, my uh, my dogs, like I let them out, and they were just kind of losing their minds. And I knew something was in the yard. Like a night before that, Honey had been chewing something in the yard, which turned out to be a snake skin. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, it's either a snake or it's probably another possum on the fence because it's already happened once during a rainstorm, and it was fantastic. So uh, I go outside, and I got a flashlight, and I'm wearing boots because I've been bit by a snake before. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other story. Are they snake um, skin boots to tell the snake who's boss? (laughs) No. (laughs) Stay Um, away, snake. This is what happened to the last guy. If you, yeah, if you clothe yourself in snakeskin, they, <laughs> they can't, can't see you. You can actually you. like <laughs> invade a whole den of snakes. You can just lay and slither around. You can they take don't over the, you. the snake society. Um, <laughs> they're they're but, real uh, dumb animals. <laughs> I hope they don't hear this. Uh, <laughs> but um, so I went out there and I'm, I'm shining the flashlight and I'm like, "What is it?" And I kind of catch like I know it's a possum because I caught it out of the corner of my eye. And I'm just like, well, one of the dogs is wrapped up in, like, ivy, and he's, like, 
10 feet away from the possum, but he's determined that he's going to be the one to pull it off the fence. So he's like about to break his leg. So I go over there and I wrench him free and I take him inside and then I come back to get honey. And I finally like focus the flashlight on the possum. And this is like, dude, this possum has been locked away doing P90X for like (laughs) six months it is the biggest possum I've ever seen. <laughs> the picture, it didn't look real. Like, it didn't look real big, but, like, I promise you that this thing had, like, muscles. It, like, it, it looked at you and it was like, sick huge, games, David Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it, like, spoke to me in perfect we, English and said, not another step. We, we meet again. <laughs> so I, like, cautiously, like, I'm crouching, even though, like, that would be bad because it's higher up than me already. But mm-hmm. I'm Didn't still crouching Didn't you learn anything from fear. Star Wars Episode Three? <laughs> You got you, if you have the higher ground, you're good. <laughs> so like, you burn I'm crouching lava. and just trying to get honey away. And I finally did. And then Brandy and I walked out and just kind of stared at it for a minute. And I took a bunch of pictures of it because it was just. Yeah, huge. I was yeah, really so, surprised that you were able to get all those pictures of a possum on your fence like that. Is that like a common thing in Alabama? It's a common thing in my backyard. That's the second possum. It's a totally different possum than the first one. Unless that possum saw my dogs the first time and was like, oh, I'll be ready next time. So if anyone was wondering where we record this podcast, they now know it's Alabama. Like, well, it's not like you guys gave my address last time or anything. <laughs> no, we meowed no. It out. that was, yeah, the, the cat <laughs> sensor that ed- the cat that edits our podcast took care of it. We're in Alabama. And meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They can't figure that out. Don't worry. <laughs> the internet would never work that out. <laughs> if they All couldn't right. figure it out from probably my southern accent that comes out when I smile, um, <laughs> then well, they'll never know. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of all I've been up to, just possums. So, uh, Tim, what you got? Oh, um, I have. So... I, I did two things this week. I worked a lot, and I watched the movie Creed. And this is like, normally we're goofing off, but Creed's actually a great movie. Not the oh, band. I love Creed. The movie was really good. I was very surprised. Uh, well, I, I mean, not necessarily watch. surprised, because Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. But I was surprised that they looped loop me back into a, a Rocky movie again, basically. Yeah. It was uh, a good Rocky movie to do, too. Yeah, it was good. It was a good t- twist on it, because, I don't know, the old uh, setup was getting kind of old, um, since it was old. Uh, and that, and like, I found out this week that my kid, uh, can only dance to music. Oh, my yeah. wife, like my wife said, like m- my kid must've been conceived in an orthodontist office because the <laughs> only music he dances to is like rusted root and the Gilmore girls theme. Are you trying to tell us your kid was <laughs> conceived in an orthodontist office? I'm not bragging or anything, but yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's root canal was taking way too long. <laughs> We had some time. Listen, listen. I saw Judah on Sunday, and I like I I don't know where you were, Tim. I, like he's like a an absent father child now. But mm-hmm. I saw Judah <laughs> on Sunday, and he did not seem happy that I wanted to talk to him. Like he was really he seemed truly very upset that I was trying to talk to him. I've taught him well. That dude's got a great scowl. Like oh yeah, he's got a mean mug on him that is <laughs> yeah. strong. He's got some eyebrows that do some work for him. He's always had just like the most expressive eyebrows ever. ever. <laughs> and it's usually like, I know that at his age when he was younger, it didn't really mean anything, but it felt like he was mad at me. He also used to look kind of <laughs> like a little Bruce Willis, and that made me very happy and also terrified at the same time. <laughs> oh. <Well. laughs> 
Just make sure there's no broken glass around and like <laughs> he's got a gun one, duct taped to his he back. Has one gun duct taped to his back of his head. Well, I keep him away from all wife beaters just in case. <laughs> I don't want him to That's accidentally. That's a good call. Yeah. That and just don't don't give him a radio with the direct line to Carl Winslow. That's <laughs> oh what really God. set it all off. That's true. He started all of this. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and then he's like helping Jason Long out, and I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Nick, Tim, Nick. So, uh, I guess I'll tell everybody about our discovery. Are you guys cool with that? Oh yeah, Rusted Root. Well, that too. Um, so I think I've said this on this podcast before, but usually 80% of my interactions with Tim and David are, Hey, go look this up when I ask a question. Mm -hmm. So I'll ask something and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, Google it. And I usually don't, but to like spite them, I was trying to make a point. I asked something about McDonald's. We were talking about Grimace, the, uh, the the purple monster. Yeah. And so they asked me to Google it, and I was trying to prove a point that me Googling it t- took longer than them just explaining it to me. It doesn't. And so I ended up finding McDonald's Wikipedia, which is a true thing. Mm-hmm. And we found the McDonald's Gallery of Rogues, which is the most terrifying and entertaining thing that I think we found since the Ministry of Magic. It's pretty great. The monstrosities that were created in whatever radioactive accident that made McDonald's land. I just, I don't know if that can compare. Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, like, uh, McDonald's has, like, a McDonald's land, and there's different characters in it. And, like, we all know about the Hamburglar and Ronald McDonald and Grimace. and But, like, there's characters that are honestly kind of terrifying. There's McDonald's lore. Yeah, this is like the urban Lord of the Rings. David, do you like? Do you have a character that you like to 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 bring to the forefront? I do. Give me one second for okay. real. Hey, welcome to the McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's Itchable Podcast, McPitchable Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the McPitchable Podcast. <laughs> um, so the character, my favorite one, uh, just because I really, I really get the murder behind his eyes. Um, <laughs> Is Uncle Ogrimacy. Uh-huh. And I also like that. That's like super I imagine, racist. I know. There's like, there's only a couple, maybe Grimace like relatives named. This might be the only one, but I like to imagine that they're all just blank Ogrimace blank. Like they working the word Grimace to whatever race or nationality he is. It's, it's my favorite thing. It's like when we discovered um, Luck of the Irish, that kid's name was like. Irish McIrishy or something like <laughs> it was that. His, it was his <laughs> grandfather's name. Yeah, it was O'Reilly still, O'Reilly or something. That's it. Riley O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, did you even try Disney? <laughs> but anyway, um, Uncle O'Grimacy, the Irish uncle of Grimace. Um, I'm just going to go down here. Species, Grimace. <laughs> All right. Hair, green. All over body. Sports a green cob cat and cane. Uh-huh. Um... And uh, here's here's his his short bio. Uncle O'Grim- Uncle O'Grimacy is a McDonald Land character. He is Grimace's Irish uncle. He was created for a McDonald's commercial that promoted green milkshakes, which were called Shamrock Shakes, and were available for a limited time around St. Patrick's Day. And then it continues on. He is a green Grimace. He wears a green cop hat, a vest with shamrocks on it, carries a wooden cane, and appears furrier than his nephew Grimace. Mm. Every March around St. Patrick's Day, he kidnaps three children. And blends them into a special shake concoction that turns the shakes green. Did you 
I that's feel like terrifying. you made up the last part of that. I did. Oh. But <laughs> okay. but you can see I it really thought that right? was on there. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> so gullible. Uh, I like yeah, it. He's pretty see, terrifying. if that happened, though, uh, the guy I've really been. So, you know, we all try to pick someone to follow and look up to in life. And I think my hero is probably Officer Big Mac. Oh, man. Uh, he's just a giant hamburger. And he's wearing like this blue, uh, I don't know. He's wearing a constable's uniform. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at him. Yeah, now. he's this got eyebrows. It's weird. Um, <laughs> he's got hamburger eyebrows. His species is hamburger, if you're wondering. <laughs> also, male, but I don't know if that matters. I'm not. <laughs> and his character description is chief of police in McDonald land. Oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, go ahead and blend some children because this guy will come at for you and and frame <laughs> Stephen Avery for it because he doesn't care. <laughs> He uh, he apparently prevents the hamburger from stealing hamburgers, and he prevents Captain Crook from stealing fillet of fish sandwiches. Who like he should be giving away fillet of fish sandwiches? They're terrible. <laughs> they should be glad, glad someone is disposing of them for them. Uh, I just I don't understand. <laughs> we, so we should give a medal to whoever is eating all the fillet of fish sandwiches. Yeah, he saying. should be awarded. He should be <laughs> he should be Mayor McCheese, except for Mayor McCrook, because that's his name. <laughs> Captain Crook, guys, oh. that's a guy. You, hey, Tim, you said your species was hamburger? Uh-huh. My species is hamburger. Would you like to know my character? Sure. Is this, like, it, your character? Are you? Are we cosplaying? I Sure. Um, my, my character is <laughs> Hamburger <laughs> Patch, and Hamburger Patch species is hamburger. Hair color, none. Character description, hamburger. a patch of McDonald's hamburgers. Uh-huh. And these are set up, like, the description in the picture, It's it looks like hamburgers growing on a tree. Mm-hmm. It's pretty um, terrifying. And their eyes just look like marshmallows on top of a hamburger bun. So that's mm-hmm. a little bit terrifying. But they kind of look like, like you know, it's McDonald's, their characters. So the hamburger patch featured in McDonald's, McDonaldland commercials to promote hamburgers to children. Because, you know, at McDonald's, it's so hard to promote hamburgers to children. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an area of fictional city of McDonald's land where hamburgers are shown growing out of grounds of plants. Hmm. Curiously... Although the hamburgers which grow in the hamburger patch have eyes and are able to talk, Ronald McDonald, the hamburg- uh, Ronald McDonald, the hamburger, and other characters are still shown picking and eating them. They're just like plucking these little hamburger children with eyeballs and eating them. Yeah, and during questioning, McDonald's then senior vice president of marketing, David, David Green, admitted that although the reality of meat production uh, would not be appetizing to children. Hmm. So, so they're saying this is how that. it actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first part is I like the nonchalantness of just, oh, yeah, uh, this is just McDonald, Ronald, and uh, the Hamburglar and other characters just walk around picking up these smaller creatures and just eat them. <laughs> it's like that's my favorite thing about McDonald land. And then also the uh, the trial that this uh, marketing director spoke at was the British McLibel trial. McLibel? What? McLibel trial. It's not real. It was a commercial. But like, okay, okay. (laughs) It's hard for me to tell reality and make reality. I can't tell the difference between the two. For anybody who wants to find that Wikipedia link, it's it's McDonald's. No, 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 no. Google it. Google it. That's that is. We'll post a link. We'll post a link in our podcast notes. (laughs) You'll post it. So, so wait. I have another one here. I like. Um. Wait. Oh, I started playing Rusty Root again. Sorry, it's going to be like five minutes before this video ends, so... <laughs> okay, so we're back. Go ahead. 
Okay, it's been five minutes. We're back. All right, Sam. We're back. Why is there a door in the middle of the desert, Rusted Roots? <laughs> All right, so um, there's there's other stuff. David, you said I am hungry. What is that? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about I am hungry. There's not actually not much to say, and I like to think it's because anyone with knowledge of I am hungry has been murdered by I am hungry. He looks like some sort of like, intergalactic criminal. Yeah, he looks like um, – I don't know if you know who Sweetums is from the Muppets. He's like one of the biggest Muppets. He's the big, like, brown guy with, like, a giant mouth. He looks like a green Sweetums. Um, but he's got fangs, and uh, he actually, like, just imagine if Slimer was, like, 90% mouth and hairy. <laughs> and that's kind of what this guy looks like. Um, there's actually not a lot on here about him. Uh, as I said, I believe that he murders all the wiki uh, authors that try to write about him. Well. Yeah, so I don't know not, if I want to read too much about it. It's not him. really uh, that. His species so is monster, um, though. So no, if you, it's more of like the extended universe oh. of McDonald's. That's where you really get into talking oh, about him. Hold, hold on, I just uncovered something about him. Oh no, uh, it's, this is real. It was his hidden like in text backwards, and uh, <laughs> yeah, his character <laughs> description: green floating monster who eats anything he sees, oh, preferably McDonald's food. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like how they're like. <laughs> Preferably. I wasn't actually off at all about the whole murder thing. He's totally all right with eating whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's definitely a murderer. There's no doubt uh-huh. about that. This is yeah. terrifying. <laughs> I can't look at him anymore. So I, I, I found one. This one, I, you guys have probably seen this one. Birdie the early bird. You know, the big yeah. yellow, yellow bird with a uh, pink jumpsuit. And she's yeah, not like that, big bird. Yeah, she's not that weird. Um, I mean, some stuff about her. She's Her species is bird, which I figure was pretty obvious. And uh, <laughs> she's a poor flyer. This is like this is her. I'm reading her Tinder profile to you guys. Uh, she's she's a broke, poor flyer, and sometimes clumsy in general. So should I swipe left or right? I don't know which one's a good one. Um, left. Okay, I did. Uh, so you guys want to hear her backstory because it's absolutely terrifying. Yes. Go. Birdie's origin is explained in one old commercial. A giant egg falls from the night sky into McDonald Land. Ronald McDonald, who's probably doing something nefarious because it's the middle of the night, decides to show the egg love. When the egg hatches mm-hmm. and Bertie emerges, she is so, so happy that she has already made friends and decided to, decides to stay in McDonald land. What? So Ronald McDonald is <laughs> her mom. What does show the egg love mean? It's a very it's, complex it's, process. That you would understand. <laughs> McDonald, like McDonald Land just, is terrifying. He drops it in the deep fryer to <laughs> incubate it. Well, have you guys heard of Sunday? Like oh, the day? Man. Sunday, like, Sun- Sunday is Sunday. Ronald McDonald's talking human like dog. What? Uh-huh. And he. Yeah. Um, Sunday's terrifying as well. He looks like a polar bear with a brown spot of hair, like styled hair, like human hair. He's also got like a a blue teardrop. He looks yeah. like a, a if a polar bear was a juggalo. He looks like Kratos from God of War. Yeah, it's rough. He looks it, like a juggalo polar bear. <laughs> he says description: Sunday is a white brown spotted dog with a blue nose, uh, a red mouth, and a tuft of red hair on his head and tail. He speaks in a dull monotone voice, making him sound like he's depressed in some way. Because that's totally Snuffleupagus. He yeah. appeared as a puppet costume character in the live action sequences in the first three wacky adventure tapes. There's so, tapes. He's apparently. played by Vern Troyer. <laughs> like like Mini Me? Yeah, Mini Me. Really? Oh man. Yeah, it's down at the bottom. Sunday is portrayed by Vern Troyer. That's 
awesome. and voiced by D. Bradley Baker, who I'm pretty sure does a Joker in one of the Batman movies. Man, I'm just Everything saying. comes back to Batman, guys. That's all. This I'm is saying. where every celebrity gets their start in weird McDonald's <laughs> characters. McDonald's. <laughs> I, uh, I bet Brian Cranston was a original Ronald. Yeah, he played like the meth dealing Ronald. Yeah, <laughs> Ronald broke bad, guys. He's he's making like he can make ninety six percent pure hamburger Heisenberger. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to oh, Rusty. We have again. to end. We have to stop now. Yeah, yeah. go cleanse yeah. your palate. I cleanse my palate. We send me on my way again. <laughs> Tim, you want to start us out with your movie? Yeah. So I, this is oh, so okay. A little backstory here. I've had this on my list since like we started the podcast, and it's just time to unleash this just monstrosity on you on you guys. So oh, yeah. we used to be a little more vague in our titles. I don't know if you remember that, but like Fast and the Furious Lost in San Francisco was like super vague. Yeah, uh, that was just a good example of a vague one. I was like calling you out. But uh, so I have uh, this movie here. It's Waterboy 2 Haterade. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a little direction if you guys want it. But yes. All right. So I was thinking the problem with this pitch is it could be a real movie because Adam Sandler's in it and anything could happen. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was thinking that maybe the government has this Gatorade knockoff that turns people into super soldiers called Haterade, <laughs> and he's the only one who can stop them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, is he like, it's just, just, is he the water boy again? Well, they call him in. Uh, well, you know, what if it's like Russia has Haterade and they call in the water boy? Because he's the okay. only one who knows. He has the purest water. I like that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I think that this movie has to culminate with him having to go get more, like, iceberg water. Or whatever that was. There's probably bio. a lot more because of global warming. I thought it was it was water from a it was a water from a glacier, I think. Yeah. Yes, glacier. My bad. Yes. He's got anger issues. You're correct. In this one, too, right? How come Adam Sandler has anger issues in every movie? Because he has anger well, issues in real life. That must be it. Like, maybe it's just I like, mean, well, he was mad on screen. I guess we'll just write it in. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's, so so uh, so he's fighting the Russian Haterade uh-huh. squad, right? Yeah. Led by Vladimir <laughs> presidential. Vladimir Walken. Walken. Wait, is this Christopher tying into Walken. the Russian cake mafia at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Everything comes yes. back to the Russian cake. Yeah, every every story we've ever we've ever spoken. All right. They're the new world it's order true. guys. See, I didn't give you much. This no, no, you got no, no, no. to work I have a couple ideas, but I was seeing if David had something. No, go ahead. Okay, so I I really don't have an idea, but I'm going to talk until I come up with an idea. So, <laughs> uh, the Russian cake mafia is creating super soldiers, mm-hmm. and that's where we're, that's where we're starting at, right? Yeah. So. I think, what if, I like that idea, what if we went with, it's like a future, like it's a little bit in the future though, it's not like right after the first movie. So it's a little bit in the future, and Adam Sandler, the water boy, has grown up a little, and he has kids, right? And so like, they make a family business out of trying to, um, you know, a family business out of being the water boy. Water boy is pure spring water. That's what it's So called. what if, yeah, what if, what if <laughs> this is like kind of like a, a really bad version of the Incredibles meets the winter soldier. And so it's okay. like, and it's like Adam Sandler and his maybe slightly possibly mentally handicapped children are, are, are <laughs> fighting the Russian cake mafia. Are they, or aren't they Nick? <laughs> 
Are they or aren't they? Well, um... Yes? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and just roll in this and make it our own. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw it in the apology <laughs> section. We'll be all right. So, so right. So, uh, what if it, like, his kids get a hold of some of this haterade at school? It's the new oh, drug. No. <laughs> and, right. Uh, right. It makes him real angry like he was. Right. Can you do an impression of Adam Sandler, David? That was that's pretty, that's actually pretty accurate. That's exactly that was the whole movie. The that was all that. of the dialogue that was recorded for the whole film. <laughs> it was just him screaming. <laughs> just say something about uh, Colonel Sanders at the end of that, and we're good. So, all right, so all right, so they get a hold of us, behavior. All right, so what if their powers, their um, their powers develop, but uh. You know, he was good at like he's just good at tackling, right? Like that's all he was actually good at. Like wait, he just wait, that's the twist. At the end of okay. the of the movie, you find out they've put his blood. They've used it to create this army of really good tacklers. <laughs> blood raid. Blood raid. Hate raid. They use his hate from the first movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to yeah, charge yeah. these Russian soldiers up to fight I like this. Yeah. To fight America. Because Russia. Right. Right. Yeah. So what what I'm saying is, what are his kids good at? When once they drink this haterade, what what does it trigger inside them? So like they're each gonna have their own powers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I feel like, like that's huh? that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. What if one kid can like do math? But that's like a big <laughs> deal to Waterboy. He's he like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can do math. You think you can your help? power is you might have a future? <laughs> you think so, you can help me with my taxes? <laughs> our business is going under because we don't know how to balance a budget. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> I can super rig a, a lawnmower, but I don't know anything about state taxes. <laughs> I haven't paid taxes in the last 20 years. Dad's going to jail. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then he's got he's to have a daughter, right? How, wait, how many kids does he have? Are we just going with two kids? 17. Well, nah. yeah, he's got a million kids, but only two of them get the drug. <laughs> okay. The okay, others are okay. unfortunately murdered by the other two kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is really survival bad. of the fittest yeah man, man. when, when you're in a family of 17 you know sometimes you gotta we eat got a really strong win. backstory on this yeah this is pretty this is this probably is already a real movie and we're gonna find out after we get done recording okay so one kid's really good at math what if the other kid is really good at <laughs> what if the other kid's really good at edging lawns with a weed eater it's a, oh I built this okay. motorcycle out of a weed eater <laughs> We're gonna keep the theme of riding on lawn equipment. That's really important. Okay, done deal. He gets he he well, rides yeah, to Russia. He builds like a he builds like a Harry Potter basically broom out of weed eaters. Dun, 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 no, 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 no. Um, what if what if? Okay, so let's go with what you guys just said. But what if we add to that? What if he can build weed eaters to like be handheld helicopters? Okay, I like this. Yeah. Okay, it's now like we a, have we like got this weird like. Mary Poppins stands yes. on like the just, the broom handle. So, I mean the uh, umbrella handle. Yeah, Haterade okay. unlocks what you're already naturally good at. Okay, <laughs> and that kid's really good at weed eating. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that that kid's talent is small motors. <laughs> okay, all right. So we've got it defined down. So he's got a, a he's a MacGyver with weed eaters, essentially. Okay, uh-huh. and then the, the other kid MacGyver. is the other kid is the uh, beautiful mind. Got that. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And then Adam Sandler is just old Adam Sandler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he still right. tackles so got, good. Russell yeah. Crowe, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Russell Crowe <laughs> plays his kid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and who's the other MacGyver? Adam Sandler. Yeah. All right. And then Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Okay, so what's what are we overcoming? <laughs> We're overcoming super soldiers. How how are we using these three skills to overcome the super soldiers? Though they're not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Believe it or not, he really hates. They don't America. really want to leave this the bayou of Louisiana. <laughs> honestly, is Kathy Bates still in this? Kathy Bates is in everything. Okay, all right, all right. So yes, was she his girlfriend or whatever? Is he <laughs> no, serious? She was his mother. <laughs> I don't know who Kathy serious? Bates is. <laughs> Is that Roseanne? She, she was in mis- Misery. Oh. She was in, um, gosh, she was in so many about. movies. That doesn't even she, matter. She at this was point, on the She was his mom in that movie. Oh. Yeah, she she's terrible. Mom. She's dead. She's terrible <laughs> okay. in the first movie. Now, his did the kid, kids kill her or did she yeah, die his, on her own? His real strong kid suplexed her. Okay. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Wasn't wrestling a part of this, the original movie, too? I, Captain Insano. Okay. Oh, no. We know too All much right. about Waterboy. I know too much about Adam Sandler. This has turned out to be a real good movie, guys. Now they just need some <laughs> plot. Some sort of actual <laughs> plot for this film. We got some talent. All right, so this Russian this Russian mafia army is invading America. Okay, go ahead. What if what they're doing is they are creating super soldiers, but they're creating super soldiers that are just really good at lawn care, except that they're watering all the football fields with the haterade. All right. And it's just killing the grass. Okay. It's making And they can't play football what anymore. What do you mean the grass would be stronger? It's haterade. Mm, I mean, but it's do not Do you guys like, remember an idiocracy when they're just feeding feeding the everything <laughs> Brondo? Brondo. Yeah. That's kind of where this got electrolytes. Came from. No, so I figure like, like Russia yeah. is invading. Uh-huh. All right. They see Trump's about to be president and they're like, "Ah, oh, crap. Now's our time." There's nothing Adam Sandler loves more than Trump. Okay, so we have a Red Dawn going on here. Yeah, and he has to yeah. defend Trump from the whole Russian army. It's kind of one of those, like, the main character is actually the villain stories. Okay, what if, <laughs> because what if, if like, point, oh, that's still true? But what if we do this thing where, like, so the super soldiers come over, they've invaded, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, his Russell Crowe child starts asking them to help th- him with his homework. And every time a soldier comes over to help him with his homework, he gives them a math problem that fries their brain. So he has the, the world's most dangerous math problem. He's good. He's common good core math. math. Okay. <laughs> common core. That was politically timely, David. <laughs> I know. Good job. There's one thing I'm good for. You did it. Um, yeah, I like that idea a lot, actually. <laughs> um all right, and so so what's the other kid? How's the other kid helping out in this? The weed eater. Well, he's like kid just flies away anytime he gets scared. He's that's useless. It. <laughs> that's it. He's just useless. <laughs> okay, I like All it. Right, and I think you know the details, details, details. We'll send it to the writers. They'll take care of it. All right. Yeah. We'll just like all, we, all I need to know is how this movie ends, and that's it. Well, Kevin James plays the Russian. Um, it's been a okay, while since uh-huh. Kevin James has been in a movie for us. Mm-hmm. Feels feels right, guys. Feels like a fits like mm-hmm. a glove, you know. Uh, Kevin Jamesovich. <laughs> okay, sure. That's just his name. That's his name. They aren't <laughs> very good. Name. It's the same name. Kevin Jamesovich. Um, but he's he's the Russian dictator or whatever the heck he is. I don't know. Uh-huh. Are we ending either. this movie on a cliffhanger? I feel like we're ending it on a cliffhanger. No, Adam Sandler tackles the Russian uh, Kevin James, and this uh-huh. kills the real Kevin James. And so, okay, movie over. <laughs> Kevin James is dead. I have. Taking the curse back upon myself from Shane, which we passed on the Kevin James curse. 
Oh, no. I'm very, very terrified. I have to cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, hey, Tim, why don't you give us a 30 second pitch? All right. So, following the incredible story of Waterboy 1 <laughs> is Waterboy 2 Haterade. In Waterboy 2 Haterade, I don't remember his name, Mr. Waterboy has to fight the Russian invading army and protect Donald Trump at all costs with the the with the now super soldier infused family he has. How about that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is a bad like movie. It. Guys, we no, made it's not. I felt like it was a decent movie. Yeah, no, no, it's not bad. It's just this I know is, if Adam Sandler hears this, it's gonna happen. Well, no, I think what is really gonna happen is it's gonna release on Netflix and then it's one of those seven He's movies. gonna call Netflix and be like, How did they get the script? Did you leak the script? <laughs> I told you never to leak my script. <laughs> I don't understand this Netflix thing. I'm gonna make another punch drunk love if you don't stop it. Hey, that was a good movie. Don't knock that movie. Uh, Spanglish. How can I buy a DVD? Spanglish was terrible. Of my movie. Maybe I was thinking Spanglish. Okay. I think I was thinking Spanglish. <laughs> I mean, Spanglish. hey, David, do you remember the time when you tried to convince me to watch The Cobbler for like six weeks and I wouldn't do it? And, <laughs> and then, then I watched it, it and it was okay. It a halfway decent movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it's like, this is okay. As good. It was about as good as Click. And Click was alright. Yeah, that's, that, that's a compliment. No. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> all right. Next up. Next movie. Okay, so guys, my movie. That's so Raymond, which oh, I know it's not a movie. It's based off a TV series. Uh-huh. And for our it's listen- all right. I did that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for our listeners who don't know what I've based that off of, it's it, it's based off of Everybody Loves Raymond and That's So Raven. It's already become <laughs> a, a thing of pure joy. He's yeah. already watched so, three episodes. Do you have direction for this or do you want to like just spitball? Because I can. I, I think I have some ideas. Um, you I'll go. tell you what, why don't you guys just add into it? I'll tell you, like, my thought was, because Raymond, he's a sports writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the idea, because Raven is a psychic, mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting if he was a psychic sports writer. Obviously, he would be. Uh-huh. I won't say any more because I like your creative input, so go from there. I feel like David has some very important things to say about this movie. Well, I could take this in a real dark direction. Okay, go. Let's do it. Want to do that? Do it. What if we're we're saying that these two characters exist independently of each other? Correct. This isn't some sort of like Freaky Friday body switching situation. No, no, not at all. At least that wasn't the direction I had. I actually, in fact, I actually even thought maybe they were the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Right. So so let's say they're in the same universe. Let's say they're in the same town. I don't remember where, where Raymond lived. I feel like it was New York. It probably mm-hmm. wasn't. Let's just say they're in the same town of um, Towny Townsville. And, <laughs> Funky Town. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where they were at. That's exactly where it was. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't mess with me on this. Um, <laughs> and uh, Raymond is just, he's a sports writer, but he's, he's also a little bit of a sports gambler. Okay, that um, makes sense. This is the later seasons. He okay. gets a little gets a little tired of the whole I'm a family man thing. He's like, I just I want to make a bunch of money and not have to work ever again. So he starts gambling. And he's not doing real well. So he gets in some debt and he's he needs to make he needs to make some wins. And uh, you know, since he works at the paper, he hears somebody write an article about uh, a high school psychic. And he gets a bright idea that, oh, I could totally, totally just cheat on these sports games 
and make a ton of money, pay off my debts. You know, the mafia won't kill my my Dep- Dep- Italian Dep- family. The, um, the Dep- Russian mafia? Yeah, same mafia. Yes. They've they got a lot of a lot of stuff in the United States. Can I interject <laughs> they got their here real hands quick? And a lot of batter. Yeah. Uh, so what if you know he he finds out that this cheetah girl can uh, <laughs> tell the future, and he knows through reading some of his grandmother's uh, dark magic books that if he eats her heart, mm-hmm. he'll get her psychic abilities, and that would be kill okay. Raven off within the first I don't know t- twenty seconds of the film. Done. Uh-huh. I say this go is for dark it. Italian gypsy magic. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. And so he gets her powers that way. Are we all? Can I? Agreement? Can I add to that? Because I like. Sure. That oh idea. my gosh! Can I add to this? Sure. Because if we're gonna take this in the darkest, weirdest, creepiest way possible, I'm all right. So what if? What if he cheats on Deborah with Raven, and then murders her and eats her heart? Uh-huh. Is it too dark? That. No one would do that. No one, no one would do that. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right, we can we can backtrack it. So I'm just, just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay. The thought that you put in my head was just devastating. I want you to know that. Well, I was just thinking we've already made you said such that. a that that TV show Ray was Romano a genuinely naked. great TV show because he was such like a wholesome guy, and now we've just destroyed everything about Ray. Romano. Well, yeah, but you know, the same thing happened with Walter White. <laughs> all, right. all right david david you were like yelling about something what you got oh i'm sorry i just realized that that they're they're not italian gypsies they're they're Raymani gypsies from downtown dead. And i'm dead. He's dead i'm dead he's dead dead all right <laughs> that was so bad <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry that's all i had oh, uh, oh no so okay I, uh, so he eats her heart yeah what if it just opens the movie opens with him like making a sandwich because I feel like he made sandwiches a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, pretty much like, three fourths of the show was Ray Romano <laughs> teaching you how to make delicious sandwiches, <laughs> and sometimes his Frankenstein brother would come over. <laughs> Ray, yeah, Ray, hey, Ray, what's going on, man? I was in a car accident, that's why I talked this way. I'm not too tall. That's what he sounds like. Uh Uh Uh-huh. How about, like I said, it's opening up with him making a sandwich, and then then he puts the meat on the sandwich, and the meat's just Raven's heart. And his brother walks in, and he's like, Raven, can I get some of that sandwich? (laughs) And then he has to eat his heart, too. And then he gets his tallness. Okay, what if I agree with all of this, but what if his, he gives his brother half the sandwich and they both become psychic brothers? So- solving mysteries together? But yeah, it's like the Hardy wearing one turtleneck. <laughs> so they're psychic Siamese brothers. <laughs> I don't know where that came from at all. Let's go know. with it. I'm down. To, Let's go with it. I don't understand how that works, and I'm not going to lie. It creeps me out, but let's do it. <laughs> well, see. They ate half the heart, right? So they have to be in proximity of each other. Okay. For the whole like power to work as one. Okay. So so they devised that the best way is just to to buy an oversized turtleneck. Okay. And wear it. So I, so I'm down. So we're for kind that. of taking it like his brother's like, "I'm a cop, Raymond. You gotta come with me. We gotta solve crimes." And that's uh-huh. what. It what is. if they solve He's crimes cop, and so. they gamble? And and and, and oh, yeah. yes, he uses well, Rain. Yeah, he I uses mean, him like Rain Man style, like. You know, that's that's no no joke. Okay, but my thought is, what if adding to this, so 
his brother doesn't know that that was a heart he ate, but Raymond right. does. So in order to like, and and his brother's got some like heart on his chin, and he's like, hey, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, he wants to tell him, but he doesn't want to say it. He's like, hey man, you might want to like. He's like touching his chin, like hey right here. Hey, uh, you, you, got you got something. Some, uh, you got something right. Th- yeah, that was a pretty good impression. David did it again. Uh, you got some uh, some stuff right right there, <laughs> right <laughs> there on your, on your chin there. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, no, you got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk with your throat. That's, That's all you do for a lot of For his brother, you just you just you open your mouth into like a perfect rectangle and just go over and over again. Uh, that's all. Megan's gonna come home from work, and that's how I'm gonna be talking. <laughs> okay, so let's let's wrap this plot up. So they fight crime because of their remorse for eating a heart, but Robert doesn't know he ate a heart. That's his name. Thank you. Yeah, Robert. I'm sorry. I thought you were just being funny by calling him the brother. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, it's Robert. 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 Okay, I have an idea, and you guys right. can you can backtrack it if you don't like it. So what if they're fighting crime? But Ray's in trouble for gambling, and he gets fired from his job because he's a sports writer who gambled on sports. They don't know he's a psychic, but they know he's winning money on sports. And so the Russian mafia is after him, but Robert and him come together to stop the mafia and get Ray his job back. See, I like that idea. Okay. Maybe Uh the Russian Russian mobster is, is endangering his boss's life, and that's why he gets fired. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna ruin your ruin your life unless you work for me as my personal psychic. Maybe I don't know. Sure. So that's why they have to go defeat him. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All right. But so the problem with this is that uh, Raymond's brother is like 45 feet tall and he weighs 16 <laughs> tons. So there's nobody that could stop him. He could literally kill anybody. <laughs> Conor McGregor could come up to this guy and this guy would just destroy him. Robert Robert's no joke. Have you seen him? Who's Conor McGregor? Uh, that's he's what I was going to say, but I knew Tim would tell me to he's Google a, it. Uh, okay. Why don't I say this? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Do you guys know who that is? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That checks out. Yeah. You had The Rock there, but I understand. The Rock? Yeah, well, The Rock and him. You had The Rock. Okay, you had Vin Diesel. You had Dead Paul Walker, and you chose somebody that none of us know. can't use The Rock now. too much. He becomes too much of a crutch. It's, I understand. The Rock? I forgot Ronda about Rousey The Rock until just now. Now Ronda I'm happy that you reminded me. Thank you. Can I add... The ending of this movie. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're trying to stop the uh, the Russian boss. And and they do. They kill him. And then uh, Robert has, has a premonition of uh, of Ray just going and, and gambling all his money. Get, just getting like heavily back in debt again. And like he sees like the kids lose like the, the, the home. The, the family loses the house yeah. and just all this horrible stuff. And he realizes the only thing to do is just to put Ray down. Look at the flowers, Ray. <laughs> Look and, at the uh, flowers. And so, so he does. And see, I like this because it sets us up for some sort of sequel where Robert is just, it's a whole nother, it's not a sequel in the sense, it's a spinoff movie where, where Robert only gets half of the future. Mm, so he has to, it's like but, early edition. It's like early edition. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Except for okay. on his doorstep every day is a human heart that he has to decipher the meaning of. He has to eat that heart to find out half the story. what power he gets for the day. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay, okay. so all right, can we just talk like Robert and Raven one more time before we <laughs> go finish for it. this up? Go for it. Right. I, I mean, I guess it, right. if you if you want, I guess right. yeah, I get that'll work. <laughs> That's good. Right. 
All right. Your sports <laughs> So, 30-second pitch, right? Yes? Good? Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay, so, in a world where Raymond and Raven exist together, Ray Romano kills Raven, eats her heart, gives half of the heart sandwich to his brother, and they become psychic brothers who solve crimes and gamble. Robert puts Ray down in order for the greater good of humanity, sacrificing half of his power and sacrificing his brother. What if, so we didn't talk about how he puts Ray down. What if he just uses his giant Frankenstein arms to throw Ray directly into the sun? Okay, I'm done. David, you're up. All right. My movie. All right. My movie is Ready to Rumble 2. Ready to Grumble. Oh, no. Oh, and no. Uh, it's it's a mashup of of Ready to Rumble and Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> oh, okay, um, all right, all right. And, and so, so I don't know. Have you guys seen Ready to Rumble? I've seen Ready to Rumble. Yes. Yeah, I remember. It's got the guy. I remember Ready. To... It's got David Arquette yeah. in it. Um, and Scott. Was he an Eight Legged Freaks? Yes, he was. Okay, just wanted to make and sure. And Oliver Platt. Okay. In Ready to Rumble, just quick rundown: these two guys have a favorite wrestler who retires, and they can't stand that he retires, so they go to to give him a pep talk, talk him out of retirement. They basically don't realize that wrestling is script scripted. Okay, that's kind of part of the movie is them coming to grips with that, and and also kind of lighting a fire under this guy to uh, get back into wrestling. So I think that uh, Ready to Rumble 2, Ready to Grumble, is just them in a nursing home mm-hmm. okay. trying to get trying to get him to wrestle one more time. <laughs> but wrestle seniors. The doc says if I wrestle again, my heart will stop. And they're like, you have to do it. <laughs> I haven't had work in years. So you said this is a mashup of Ready to Rumble and Grumpy Old Men, right? Yeah. Okay. But But really, it's just... It, it doesn't have to be grumpy old men. I just want. I tried to figure out how to get old people in there, and that was my best. <laughs> okay, my best, my best way. I feel like I feel like Tim's got some really good plot points ready so, to go. Vincent Mann is like seven hundred years old and unkillable. Yeah, I mean, so he's probably in the nursing home just chilling. <laughs> he's like going to see his grandfather in this nursing home because that family lives forever. They're immortals. Uh, and so they meet him there and, and maybe those two guys work there now because their movie careers have kind of just stopped flat. <laughs> so maybe they work <laughs> that's, that's at this nursing yeah. home and this is just a documentary yeah. of them trying to relive the glory days of Ready to Rumble. <laughs> okay. Scott Codd's just waiting for another Ocean's movie to come by. So <laughs> uh, I like this. So Vince McMahon's uh-huh. in a nursing home? Uh-huh. And they yes. meet him there and they're like, hey. Yeah, they're actually, yes, that's perfect. That's how they get back into it. They're like, right. Vince, do you remember us? And he's like, no. No, but you look like you got some fighting. He's like, I, I fought in the Civil War. Like, bro, <laughs> trust me. I've met more people than you will ever know. I don't know who you yeah. are. Have you seen Wolverine Origins? I was in that shot of them running through the Civil War. I was over to the left just a little bit. Yeah, just suplexing a, a guy. <laughs> suplexing a guy. Wait, can you imagine the Civil War if that people had wrestling? Techniques. It's That's just a like whole movie. it's just like Vince McMahon giving the people's elbow to uh, Robert E. Lee. It's amazing. <laughs> so I have an idea. If I can add something, sure. and you guys yes, can totally please. veto it. But so what if the the two main characters are at the nursing home and they're like visiting whoever for whatever reason, and they find out Vince McMahon is there, and Vince McMahon. Wants to keep wrestling people, but like nobody will wrestle him because he's old. 
So they go into like the veterans wing at the nursing home or the dementia wing, excuse me, the dementia wing. And they, they convince people who don't know who they are, that they're wrestlers oh my gosh. to wrestle yes. Vince McMahon. That does seem like something David Arquette would do. This is perfect because <laughs> like, here, here's the beauty of this. Vince stumbled upon, he doesn't even have to script the wrestling because everyone forgets the plot the next day. <laughs> And he can just write new plot. He can just do the same plot. It's like Groundhog Day and like, and you remember that movie 21 with Kevin Spacey? Oh, where they gamble. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So he just builds a team of like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta build a new wrestling, like ripoff squad. And this is it. <laughs> We're going to do it in this dementia ward. That's terrible. Ending. Okay. So to also tighten this accurate. up, to tighten this up and you guys can say no to this. So what if after the Ready to Rumble – so this is Ready to Rumble 2 is what we're saying. Yes. What if yes. they work at the nursing home and Vince McMahon like goes there and they're excited that they work at a nursing home where Vince McMahon attends or resides or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so to tighten this up, they work there. Vince McMahon is placed there and then – No, wait. Okay. You give me an idea. Sorry. Okay. They work there. We've established that. But yes. – Vince McMahon is going there to find dementia patients to make them wrestle, and they're trying to stop him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, David Arquette's right. a scumbag. Don't get me wrong. He would do it. <laughs> okay, but in the I'm movie, down, we're going to let him play I, sort of a hero. No, this is good. I like yeah, direction. That, that's right. I mean, there has to be that point where, like, one of them almost, like, you know, like, Brink, but becomes a not soul skater. Like, he's like, maybe we should <laughs> maybe wrestle we should, Maybe people. we should suplex this old guy. <laughs> I mean, I know he was in World War II, but and he's got bird bones, and he would shatter like a like a nice vase. But maybe we should suplex him. It's just I just imagine like this is the this is the scene that I would love to see in any film is these two old guys wrestling, and one guy hits the guy over the back with his walker. Can that yes. happen? <laughs> That's just so right. So, chairs, so they've got walkers. So here's the thing: Vince McMahon's like, you know, he's a gentleman, so he's like, look. I'll leave these nursing home people alone, but you guys have to beat me in the ring. Oh, that's exactly where I was going to go yeah, with this. Yeah, so they have a I'm tournament, here. right? Yes. And so like, they're watching these old guys get destroyed by Triple H and stuff. The Undertaker is like literally undertaking people after he, <laughs> after he <laughs> undertakes them. He just, after he suplex and breaks their neck, he just pitches them into a coffin <laughs> outside the ring. He's nothing but efficiency. No, no, no doubt about that. <laughs> Kane's there. Go on, go on. Vince McMahon was like, oh no, this is the real Kane from the Bible. I was there. <laughs> okay, so let me add something. <laughs> let me let me kind of put some backstory to what Vince McMahon is doing. Okay. Okay, so everything you guys said is, is canon, right? But what yes. if Vince McMahon is doing this so that he can sell these old people's organs on the black market? And the black market is selling organs, but people don't know that these are old people organs. So I'm not, like, against that idea, other than that it's kind of an obtuse way to get organs. I'm He's just like, saying, like... We're going to put on a show, and then you're going to die, and then I'm going to get no, your but organs. No, but it's the Russian Tim, mafia. this is an 80s action movie. No, the it Russian, the Russian mafia sense. have hired Vince McMahon to do this. <laughs> the Russian mafia gets around, man. Jeez. I want him in every movie what if, from now oh, on. Oh, no. So what... If, like, I like the idea of him having an ulterior motive. Yeah. And what if it's it's that uh, his wrestling federation, his daughter, like did a, a a takeover of his wrestling federation, and he doesn't have one anymore, and he's trying to work his way up from the bottom again, like he did when he was okay. In I the like 19, that way in, in the eighteen hundreds, yes. like he did in the eighteen hundreds. That's good. I like it. Yeah, 
Oh, I like the Gentleman's World Wrestling Federation Club. <laughs> That's what it was called back then. Uh, <laughs> I'm down. I, I I can't even say no to any of this. So so I they're like they're going to the tournament, right? Right. And maybe the like you know there needs to be some sort of reveal. And maybe they were just tasked with hiding Randy Savage. He never died. <laughs> what if what if that was like that's why they were there? They're like, yeah, it looks like we're our acting careers just failed because they're the actual actors again. Wait, so hold hold on, let me just backtrack. So are they they're not harvesting organs anymore? We're not running with that. I, I figured the Federation thing made more sense, but yeah, okay, it does, it does, it does, we're taking the, we're taking the organs on. out. Maybe both. I don't know. Well, uh, I was thinking maybe instead of harvesting organs to sell on the black market, what if Vince McMahon's just trying to find new organs for himself, and he thinks only the senior that could beat him in the ring would possess organs strong enough to keep his body alive? What if he's selling old people ivory? <laughs> <laughs> or okay, oh what God, if they're doing that as that? well? But what if he's he's got he's got a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. Also. Okay. So, what if he's taking the retainers after he beats them and is selling, or not retainers, taking their dentures after and selling their dentures? I'm ninety. I just got braces. This is my retainer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just imagined that, and it was really funny. Um, I got I got braces for my dentures because I went to he's a making scrimshaw out of old people bones. <laughs> I'm down. Cool. I, I do. We have anything else we want to add before a thirty second pitch? He just wants to rebuild his baby grand piano with ivory from old people. <laughs> old people most. David, I think you got a ton of material. You should you should put it all together yeah, and decide. I, 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 think, I, think to, no, I think we have to like go ahead and, and seal this up a little bit, all right? Because we don't know if they win or lose. Okay. Yeah. The people hanging. So yeah. let's just I mean, can we can we just like decide on what this man's doing? I, th- I, think, I like the Federation thing. I think that makes sense, and maybe he is harvesting their organs, and maybe that's a reveal at the end. Okay. Uh, or their bones for old people. I, I think the care. bones makes more sense, because organs are a little bit harder, but I still want the Russian well, mafia and all three of Well, if you're suplexing those things, there's no yeah. telling what's happened in those organs. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know if you guys have ever suplexed an old person, but... Yeah. I mean, soup is kind of in the title. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be a great restaurant name, Soupplex. Um, <laughs> it's wrestling themed. Uh, <laughs> that's real stupid. So, all right, they're at this tournament, right? And the whole community's there. Mm-hmm. And the no, wait, wait, wait. There's this really old guy that they love. All right, right, right. And they're trying to do the wrestling, and they they know they can, they kind of have an idea that he might have been a wrestler at one point in his life. Okay, and they're trying to get him back in the game to fight Vince McMahon. They're like, you're uh-huh. the only guy who can save all these old people from Vince McMahon's terror, reign of terror. And, and we later revealed that Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Maybe like one of them slap, sla, uh, was it slap, snap into a Slim Jim? Snap into, he snaps yeah, into a Slim snaps Jim. Into a slim and gym. Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage wakes up from his like delusion, his fugue state, and he's like, I know who I am. <laughs> his, his, his fugue state from too much tanning oil. He just yells, like, oh yeah, at the top of his lungs and starts throwing people. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And so he gets in the ring, and Vince McMahon is—they uh, have a showdown, and the two guys have to help because Vince McMahon ultimately cheats. Oh, for oh, sure, yeah, he definitely cheats. He's like hitting Macho Man Randy Savage over the shoulders with old people, and they just shatter because Macho Man Randy Savage is in pretty good shape. Yeah, he does yeah. burpees in his room. 
Um, <laughs> he doesn't know why, but he still does. <laughs> and right. so it all comes down. They help and they win. And Vince McMahon gets thrown in jail forever, but like literally forever. They have to build a forever jail because he's immortal. And uh, <laughs> and on, on on thirty counts of uh, old people ivory sales. That's what they find out at the end. That was his end. <laughs> okay. game. They thought it was just to get the federation back, but really it's a scam. He's been running all along. I like it's it. an aphrodisiac, like it. guys. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm all right. Thir- thirty second pitch. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. All right. So. The fellas from Ready to Rumble 2, it's been a few years, they get a job at a, at a nursing home, and uh, they kind of come across this underground, like, old people wrestling federation that Vince McMahon has started, and uh, they don't, they they feel like, they just get a bad vibe from it. Like, they, they're wrestling fans, but this just feels icky, so they um, they have a resident that they're pretty sure used to be a wrestler, and they, they convince him to get back in the game. And he, he they don't they don't know who he is, they just know he probably was a wrestler. And he gets back in the game and guess what? It's Macho Man Randy Savage. He he basically just destroys uh Vince McMahon's uh old people ivory bones operation, just dismantles it, and uh they have to incarcerate Vince McMahon in forever prison because he's mortal. <laughs> okay. It's the Insane. same prison as Magneto. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Even Magneto just hang out. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They're both in plastic prisons too. Yeah, like, I don't just know why they're like, kind of well, he might prison. be able to bend metal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure, that was great. I love that. Uh, all right, all right. Hey, so. so I just wanted to say thank you for uh, to all our listeners. We really appreciate everything you guys do. We really appreciate suggestions coming in. Hey, David, where can they send uh, suggestions to? Guys, you can send us movies, movie ideas, movie pitches, movie titles to movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. That's movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. We look forward to seeing them. Yeah, hit us up on uh, on Facebook and Twitter. And if you wouldn't mind, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, that stuff that stuff really helps us out and getting out. And so more people can hear and enjoy the stupidity that, that this podcast is. For every time you rate and subscribe, we name a star after after you in your honor. After your like username Dolphin Lover Forty Three, correct. There's a lot of Dolphin Lover Forty Threes on iTunes. It's real weird. At least forty three. <laughs> at least forty three. Uh, forty two and rising. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, and also just a reminder: if you want to get three dollars off on Loot Crate, you can go to lootcrate.com/unpitchable and use the coupon code unpitchable to get three dollars off. Make sure you use that URL; otherwise, the, the coupon code will not function like supposed to. That's yep. correct. Hey, thanks for listening to Unpitchable. I'm Nick Kagey. I'm Tim Catania. And I'm David Johnson. We should make a new intro. It should be us singing David. All right, we're going to do... Just singing David. Singing David. (laughs) This traveling man and minstrels. (laughs) David What if we just sang How come you guys didn't laugh when I said uh sal- the sal- salivation of the great grand slam I I saw that and I meant to laugh I and th- I've been worried about that all day cuz you didn't laugh it, What if we did our intro song like 500 miles by the proclaimer and I <laughs> would walk 500 miles and I would listen bum, to on pitch Was that pretty good bum, bum. Good luck syncing that up, Nick. (laughs) 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 That was pretty good.
Here, hold on. Tell me if you guys can hear this. You hear it? Go sure. Look, both of you go look up this song and then watch the music video. It's really yeah, good. I'm, I'm looking it up right now, Tim. I don't know what he says, but it was uh, released by the, the Island Def Jam Music Group. <laughs> really? David, I mean, I, I'm almost positive that I know this go song. Go listen to this song. I'm just saying. It's like, the whitest song ever released. Let's see what we got here. This is an every Adam Sandler movie. Can you hear that? Oh yeah. This is quality hey, podcast. What do you say we start the episode? No, I don't really know if we have time for that because David and I are busy listening to the widest music possible. You don't okay, know no. the lyrics at all. It's just so you know. Yeah, that was in Matilda like 400 times. That's in every movie ever made. It's hidden. No, nope, like, just in movies with that girl. No, no. You could watch like Schindler's List and it's hidden. You, you done? I'm still listening, but yeah, you can go ahead and start. Hey, hey Tim. I love you. What if he came back and we were a cappella singing that song? Like perfect blended harmony. I don't know if you know, but I I don't know how to sing. Oh. Like I could help you. Like I'll teach you. I, Just open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, I know how to like I know how to yell lyrics in kind of like a key. <laughs> if if church has taught me anything, it's how to yell lyrics <laughs> to people on stage singing. I don't know what's going on in this music video, but I'm pretty sure this Native American just kidnapped a white kid. I swear, you, say, you know I swear by the moon and the stars and the sun. That's all I know. Or we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married and we're. I I don't. I think I only know the first lyric of every song. Hey, listen. I think my kid heard. I think my kid heard Rusted Root. That's why he woke up. That's why he woke up. He heard Rusted Root. My movie is uh, Sound It Out. Hold on. <laughs> That's a G, David. It goes guh. We gotta all say it together. Three, two, one. Uh, Unpitchable. Unpitchable. Wait. Three, two, one. Unpitchable. 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 Alright, I'm gonna listen to Rusted Root now. <laughs> 